My name is Optimus Prime, and I endorse this podcast. Also, I'm about to bust. Hello. What's up? Hello. What's what up, is... Wids? What's going on? What's what's going on? Many things are going on. Many things are going on. Welcome, welcome to the podcast again. Yeah. I will, I'm I Jim. To, um... He's Gary. I wanted to, yeah, yeah, nobody cares, nobody cares. And this is <laughs> Desperate for Content. We should have said that in sync, like Dick and Dom or something. No, um, is my, are my levels okay? Can you hear me fine? Yeah, you're right, mate. I'm always paranoid about that. Um, so, also, I'm thinking of scheduling the podcast because last week it went out on Tuesday at 6pm and we got the most listeners we've ever had, so... Oh, really? Maybe we should aim for that every week. Mate, hey, shout-outs to whoever listened. How, how, how many people was it for? No, it was uh, 19. Jesus Christ, really? Hell yeah. Fucking let's go, baby. Thanks for those 19 people. Shout-outs to you. We are now rich men. Um, we're now, yeah, where's my Manscaped uh, <laughs> sponsorship? Okay. I tell you what, though, um, I'm declaring it now live on the podcast, you know, speak things into the universe and all that bollocks. Mm. Um, if we do get approached by a network, I would love to be on HeadGum, which is the podcast network that Jake and Amir from College Humor uh, set up. I would not to... take that. Why not? That, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. That's why to be contrarian. Oh, okay. I would be on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Become true apes on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> How doom or quake or whatever was ruining his life. God, uh, <laughs> like if I, I, I think, but it's one of those things, right? Like I, I don't like Joe Rogan. Like yeah. I really don't like Joe Rogan. But if Joe Rogan ever said, "Do you want to be on my podcast?" You don't say no. Like oh, yeah, you say yes. Yeah. Like because that is the biggest, like one of the biggest platforms on the planet, right? Of course, yeah. Like I would just go on there just to be like, Joe, shut up. <laughs> Like, shut up, Joe. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up, Joe. Constantly. I don't know the, the first thing about Joe Rogan. Um, I've only watched his podcast, it was four times. One, what, or maybe three. How how many times has um, Alex Jones been on? I think a couple of times, yeah. But okay, that, that's so- the thing. Like, he, he platforms a lot of, like, a lot of... Hold on, before you continue, I just want to just want to clarify. I listened to the Alex Jones episodes for recreational. Oh like, no! You know, like, I don't, I don't like any of these. I was like, I'll go out my way and listen to Alex Jones. He's got Alex a good head on his shoulders. Alex Jones is funny as hell because he's just such an he's insane. Yeah, like he his entertainment value is so high. Yeah, like it's it's mad. Yeah, so I listened I mean, to the two episodes of him and the one with um, Josh Holm from Queens of the Stone Age. Well, he's he's a literal gorilla, like yeah. that's what Joe Rogan is. He, he doesn't have a brain. <laughs> okay, he has like this tiny, tiny brain, and he's he's super reactionary, super reactionary. Like okay. he just he's he's always like that. Uh, he just doesn't. I don't think he just gets it. I don't think he gets anything. He just speaks into the void and lets it happen. But like Joe Rogan as an entity and the podcast as an entity is like so yeah. influential. There are so many, like, um, I guess, apolitical people yeah. that listen to Joe Rogan and sort of are convinced by people that are on Joe Rogan or what Joe himself is saying. Okay. Um, and it's a very, like, I don't know, it's a very, like, pathway to the right kind of shit. Like, I don't think Joe Rogan means that. 
I, I honestly don't think Yeah, he's... I saw a couple of months ago he did endorse Bernie Sanders. So I think he just Like sort of... I don't think he's that bad a person. I think he's yeah. just like I just think he's dumb. Like he's, I, sure I don't think, think he ever sees the effects of like the things he puts out yeah, there. Yeah, like having like, Ben Shapiro could... on and stuff. Yeah, and he could platform he likes... Alex Jones and get a bunch of tinfoil hat people riled up. But at the end of the day he's making a lot of fucking money off that podcast. He'll leave, go home. To his life, which is probably insulated with his friends, his family. Oh yeah, that. absolutely. Like he doesn't, and, he doesn't give a shit yeah. about this stuff outside of that. He's very like, he's just very like straight up like standard human being, Joe Rogan, yeah. right? He's just yeah. I don't, I don't think he means any Stock harm, NPC but I think model and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he means any harm, but I think he causes harm, like yeah. indirectly. Well, so, on a brighter note, um, on a brighter note, though. Pardon me, just belch. That's real. That's raw. You don't get any on any other podcast. Raw that's raw podcast. Yeah, yeah we, we don't. We the don't most famous podcast that I'd want to be on is last podcast on the left. Just talking. I listened to aliens. a couple of them. That's so it. fucking good. Um, yeah, I, I listened to I listened to a couple of their uh, their episodes. It's good. I think the only I need to get more into podcasts because I find it. I, I, I've noticed. I, I only really started listening to podcasts recently. Um, yeah. out, obviously outside of our own podcast, which I obviously listen to on the daily. Um, Bit narcissistic, but continue. <laughs> yeah. No, like, but it—it's it, really—it's just—it's great listening for just doing whatever. Like the yeah. podcast is such a good art form for just like, like riding a bus or a train or whatever. Because it just keeps you entertained and it keeps you sort of focused, as if you are having a conversation with someone. Like yeah. it just keeps you focused the entire time. Um, like I, I listen to Chapo Trap House. Um, it's pretty much the only podcast I really listen to at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, very lefty podcast. Okay. Um, they're a bit the 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 definition of uh, the dirtbag left is what they were just described well, as. I listen to quite a lot of podcasts. So I listen to last podcast on the left. Um, if I were you, which is an advice podcast, but it's not at all serious. Most of the time, and that's by Jake and Amir. Um, it's really good. Um, I also listen to Deezus and Mera podcast. Um, I like Bo- them. Bodega Boys. Absolutely. There's one episode I tried to listen to when I was on the Metro going to work one week. And holy shit, I, people must have thought I was mental. Because they were talking about like um, doing a real-life Oregon Trail. And like all like encountering like meth heads on the trail, and like they were doing all the voices and stuff, and it was so funny. I was losing my shit. Um, other podcasts I listen to, so sometimes depending on the guest, I used to listen to every episode, but they just get like people out of left field that I don't care about. Is the Chris Jericho podcast uh, Talk is Jericho because I'm a wrestling fan. Um, yeah. So does thing does what's his name have a podcast? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He does, yeah. I don't listen, really listen to it. I was never that big on Stone Cold. I was always a rock guy. Well, my 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 issue, right, is that I I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think St- Stone Cold is cool as fuck. I think he's super. Oh yeah, cool. yeah I see the appeal. In the but character. but this is the thing, right? Like I feel like Stone Cold is one of those people that I just do not want to know his opinion on anything. Yeah. Because I feel like I'll hate him if I do. <laughs> like I feel like he has bad opinions on stuff. I don't know what it is about him, but it's, I just, always, I it's always like it is always the worry with wrestlers. Oh, there's a story that came about Shawn Michaels. It was like in a recent show backstage, he got it, the headline was like uh, Shawn Michaels gets into an argument with uh, a producer backstage regarding the Black Lives Matter movement, and I was like, oh no, oh, Shawn, no. no. But then if you read the story, he was like going in on the producer for being ignorant. I was like, yes. 
now that's a sexy boy. Yeah, see that, that but that's the thing, isn't it? Like I think especially nowadays with such a like heated um political climate and stuff. Anytime I, I feel like also people are wild in at this point. I feel like a lot of like uh you know, celebs and public figures and stuff are just yeah. wilding with some of their opinions. Like, there's, there's people, like, buying into the fucking anti-COVID stuff, like, yeah. anti-mask shit, like, and, and these are, like, big names. Like, Gina Carano is one of them. Yeah. Um, who's, you know, it's, uh, big last from The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like, she she was, like, super, like, anti-mask and stuff. And, like, fucking... No one's surprised, obviously, Ian Brown and fucking one of the Gallagher brothers, I think. No one's surprised by that. Just I mean, a sidebar, I just want to make it very clear. Britpop was the shittest era of British music. Oh, 100%. And these gamins hang on to it. Like, holy shit. The best band See, that came out of it was maybe Blur, because they transitioned into being the gorillas. I was about to say the exact same thing. I like Damon Albarn. Um, yeah. I think Blur were good. I think they had some good tunes. I think the rest of it can fuck off. I hate it. I like because they're they're all very like I, I don't know. I feel like they've all just become gammons, like full on yeah. gammons. I mean, speaking of even fucking what's his name? Rams. What's his name? Johnny Rotten. He's a wanker. That's he? a bit different because like the it, it, back then it, in terms of the Sex Pistols is like people couldn't see it at the time because they didn't have like the optics and the full three sixty view that social media gives you. But they weren't really a punk band. They were just happened to be like a, a stereotypical boy band type thing. It was all like, oh yeah, they look good. They can hardly play their instruments. Let's put them together. And yeah, they have some views that yeah. could be concerned. Punk, they push them. They weren't like an actual punk band of any proper. Well, that's substance. the thing. They had that. They had that like punk image, and he's like yeah. a proper like chud now, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, an absolute chud. He's a proper like right winger now I, I i don't know i don't know it's weird but it is it is one of like it is a climate where i feel like <clears throat> it's it's in one hand i'm getting a lot of like respect for a lot of celebrities that i do like so i'm seeing them like come out and support of things and be like hell yeah you know let's go yeah. um on the other hand i feel like people just keep getting just they just keep saying stuff and it's like why like why do you have to say that like you know like yeah. so some some big celebrity will come out and say I think COVID's fake. And I'm like, dude, why did you have to say that? I yeah, thought you were yeah. good in that film. Like, why do you have to do this? Don't do that. I like but Justin um, Timberlake and his wife. Like, is it Jessica Biel? They were like, oh, yeah, we're anti-vax. Like, great. Oh, really? Don't care. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we got married on a plantation. Like, Jesus Christ. Just keep it to yourself. Uh, you've, you've ruined Justin Timberlake for me now. I, I don't know if Justin Timberlake himself is, cool. is anti-vax, but uh, his, his wife, wife is very vocally any vax, which is dumb. She like yeah, went just... actual Senate as and lobbied against vaccinations to like that. Oh Jesus. Um, which comes back to the whole thing is like these weirdos would rather their child be dead than risk them becoming autistic, which is a horrible stance oh, to yeah. have and it you is. should feel ashamed. Also forgot to say it at the start of the episode again, but fuck JK Rowling. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck JK Rowling. Oh and also um that's a that that's a very like interesting topic that's kind of relevant to like our line of work too. Um, yeah. The I think it was like the was it the head of like Warner Brothers like games or whatever who hmm. sent an email to the rest of the staff and was like, yeah, you know, like um, I don't I, I don't really agree with her views, but she's entitled to them. I'm like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like that's not that's not how you send that message my friend like that message sounds to you better than it actually is yeah like that's not like, how you send that message my if friend if i pass like, someone in the street they have the free will and usually the ability to just hoof me and the nads but should they do it 
No, do I want them to do it? Yeah, no. <laughs> and and that's the thing is they're like they're super. Um, I don't know. It's like first for something like that. It's not like it's not like she said I don't like pasta. You know, it's like she she says hateful shit, and she's gone like it's become her entire personality and brand at this point. That's all she does. She's like Graham Linehan levels of just. Also, fuck Graham Linehan. Um, yeah, fuck him. She's like on Graham Linehan levels of just constantly. That's all she talks about. That's it. That that's her life now. Her life is dedicated to making things bad for trans people. Yeah. Like that's all she does. Um, so for someone to like be the head of a company being like, yeah, you know, I don't agree with it, but she's allowed to say it. That's like, are, are you serious right now? She's like, making me money. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the root of it, I guess. But it's, I think it's the, the, not the best way to put it. Cause I imagine there's actual trans people who could formulate arguments that would run rings around my tiny brain. Um, Absolutely. But, like, the best way that I find it put to me with my simple monkey brain was actually fucking Pete Davidson, of all people. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure these uh, trans people are going through years of um, hormone treatment and all the stress and all that stuff just so they can go and harass one person in a bathroom or pee in the same room as a different gender. Like, that's definitely not the case. Oh, 100% (laughs) not. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw something recently. Um where there was like an article or something about that, like that's never happened. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't happen, but for some reason it's, it's, it's fear, isn't it? It's always a fear. It's always fear that, um, but like stuff like that happens, but it's not to do with like trans people. Like how would you tell it just to be like just blokes, like, like women sometimes, like if they're out somewhere and there's too big a line for the women's toilets, they'll announce themselves going to the dude's toilets, lock themselves. It was like, there's a line that I couldn't wait, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, okay, it's a bit weird, but fine. Like stuff, if you, if there's going to be predators in a bathroom, it wouldn't matter like if what they identify as or where yeah, they come absolutely. from. If, yeah, if their goal is to go in there and cause a ruckus, they're going to do it regardless. of. And the last thing on their mind is what they identify as. Whereas trans people every day, I imagine, obviously I can't speak to it myself, is like trying to just live. And the, the la- it's probably like, it, think about how many times the average person, unless they've got like a bowel or a bladder issue, thinks about going to the toilet. Like as you go through the day, it's just something that you do, which is exactly what would, likely comes with trans people who are like okay i've drank water today i need a piss i've got a piss go back to what i was doing which is probably 10 times that's, more that's the thing but like but that this is this is something that like a lot of um a lot of sort of like right-wing folks and obviously like this is spread in you know tabloid media and stuff as well which makes the general public think the same thing um they've done like a lot of this for the entire sort of like lgbtq plus community um yeah. And this whole fear mongering that for some reason they make everything about it sexual. Like yeah, the, the the media make everything about it sexual. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't just, you know, people's um lives. This isn't just how people are. This is, you know, not just mm-hmm. how they choose to love one another. No, it's it's for some reason for the media it's all about all the the sexual deviance and stuff. And it has been since like I don't know, like probably what, the fifties? Like it's yeah. the same it's the same. It's always been the same like that, and it sucks. Um yeah, it's it's not great. Um so, shout outs to shout outs to all the folks out there that you know struggle with this kind of shit because with that being really, said, when you think about people 
attacking marginalized groups and like coming on the internet and just saying whatever, just getting these shit takes off that are harmful. It comes to our first topic of today, 15 minutes into the podcast. Is it okay to harbor ill will towards evil people? Absolutely. I've put in brackets next to this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so like, so first off, I'll, I'll come around and say the first thing is that, um, regardless of what you actually like think in a situation like this, I also do not believe that it's smart to like openly say things directly to say like a sp- yeah. specific four words or whatever, you know? Um, I don't, I don't think it's smart to say that. <laughs> like, I think it's, you, you know, it's something that you should probably keep internalized, but I think in general, um, I think absolutely, especially so given the current situation, um, just so, you know, people are clear, um, Donald Trump was hospitalized with COVID-19 um, in the past couple of days, which is absolutely hilarious to me. Um, it's oh, like yeah. the ultimate irony. The the man that, you know, completely ignored it, um, said it wasn't that bad, said it was fine, is now suffering from it. That's yeah. funny. And um, I think you're absolutely funny. allowed to laugh at that because, you know, the amount of suffering that that man has caused... Um, even even the amount of suffering that has been caused because of his lack of attention to COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially that's especially why it's funny because he has really like you know ignored it and really sort of just shied away from it, yep. and it's it's you know it hurt people, it's killed people, it's killed two hundred thousand plus Americans, um, and that's why I think it's like absolutely hilarious. And the 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 thing that. I think the reason like we're talking about this is because there's a lot of um, conservative um, and liberal media saying that you know uh, you shouldn't be saying this, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be wishing ill will, you should be you know hoping for the recovery and stuff. And I I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. Because I'm, go on, go ahead. Where, Sorry, I'm where I am, um, I'm not outwardly hoping that COVID finishes the guy off, um, but at the same time. If it does, I could give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. It was like when Thatcher kicked the bucket. Being from the north of England, I hate Margaret Thatcher. I hate the conservatives. Um, I know there's conservatives in the north of England, but, you know, I don't care. Um, And when she died, I wasn't, like, sitting at home, like, casting some spell, like, praying to the moon for her to drop down dead. At the same time, when I got the news, it was lit. Like, (laughs) Like, I assume well, like, thing. It's like, when I die, there's going to be someone who didn't like me who's going to be like, yeah, yeah, great, glad he's gone. And that's just how life is. You're just going to yeah. annoy some I'm, people. Like, you don't deserve my compassion if you don't show compassion yourself. Like, people want to have these lofty ideals of taking the higher road and all that bollocks. But, like, that's not how the world works. Look at, like, how we got in this situation because the people who took the the high road weren't willing to get down into the mud and shovel the shit and do the nitty gritty it takes to actually win things. So now we've got these people in power who were willing to like stoop to levels to get around it. And, it, and yes, TV's like, oh, look at this feel good movie where the, the guy at the end didn't stoop and he won at the end. That's not how life works. That isn't how life works. Absolutely. Not I mean, I, I, I always think of, uh, I always think of that like grandma, 
um, when Thatcher died. You know that granny that's just the granny that was like, "Good, <laughs> like, yeah, evil woman." I, I I always think of her, and it's like the the, the thing the thing is right, and it's the thing that I don't get, especially like I understand it from the conservative side because this is their like messiah or whatever, and uh, they're evil people anyway. So you know, I get it. They I get why they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't be saying this," um, because they're hypocrites. You know, like <laughs> they always will be. But I really don't get why um, the liberal media, who were in agreement with a lot of us on the left, that this man is an evil fascist, are now yeah. like, yeah, but he's ill. You should should have some, you know, respect. I hope he gets yeah. better. Like what? Like he, you can't. Like why do that? I think also Batista agrees with us. By the way, no, shout out to David. Big Batista. comrade Batista. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, he said very similar because. It's um that's the thing, like a lot of people have suffered at the hands of this person, right? Like a lot of people have suffered. Um mm-hmm. there's children that have died in ICE detention camps. Um there's just a lot of people have either died or at least suffered. Um yeah. and I don't think like I don't think you can tell them especially how they should feel about this. Like, you know, the families or the people affected. I don't think you should be, I don't think you can tell them at all. Yeah. how they should feel about this like it's, it's none of your business from from my perspective it's that whole thing it's in the same vein of like money can't buy happiness money can absolutely buy happiness i'd be a lot happier if i had a lot more money um it's it's sort of like people saying oh revenge doesn't make you feel better but i'm pretty sure you can't tell me point blank if you were to pop his clogs tomorrow one the world wouldn't be a slightly better place and two some people wouldn't get some satisfaction who've been wronged by him and who've been a part of groups that have been just under the heel of the American government for so long. It would make them feel a little bit better. And that's like that's the unfortunate truth of the situation. If he were to fall over tomorrow, a lot of people would be happy. And to be honest, as callous as it sounds, the world would be a slightly better place. And does that make me a good person to point out? Probably not. Do I care? Do I fuck? It's the whole, what I, the analogy I want to give is Donald Trump versus John Cena. So in wrestling, you have, well, not so much these days, there's gray areas, but traditionally you have two people. You have a baby face and you have a heel. Baby face is the good guy, heel's the bad guy. And it, wrestling tells you, because it's a struggle between good and bad, that the heel's always going to be underhanded. Yes, he might get a few victories here and there, um, but at the end, usually... The babyface is going to win because he stuck to his guns. He did everything right, and he's going to win in the end. That's not how real life works, but if you boil it down, in order to book that story for it to make sense, the babyface needs to be an absolute idiot. You see like things like the heel distracting the referee, uh, the babyface walking into ambushes along this storyline to get to a conclusion. Whereas real life is that exact story without the conclusion because the earth is an ongoing thing. So like we're trapped in this thing where people want everyone to be a baby face and they want everyone to do everything by the book, but they're idiots. They're always getting bamboozled. They're always getting defeated. And there is no ending where everyone is happy. That's not how life yeah, works. That's, that's the you thing. cannot life's, be John life's Cena. Life's not a movie. Life's not a movie. Um, and that's where a lot of people, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of like libs have this weird, um, 
like impression that you know oh maybe he's he's gonna get better and he's gonna start like being nice or whatever like that's not how this works he's not the fucking grinch jesus yeah like he like i think you forget about the long history of hurt that this man has caused to a lot of people even before Um, he was president he was doing shady stuff in his buildings renting them out like just sort of like like blackballing black people from getting apartments in places and you don't have the right to say to people that have been, especially the people that have been affected by this, that they're not allowed to get some sort of sense of enjoyment out of it, whether it's because they find it funny or whatever. Like, I really, I really don't think you can do that because, like, they have the absolute right. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like one, one of the big things for me is that a lot of people have this for some reason um it especially annoys me when it's like uh liberals obviously you know yeah. it especially annoys me from them because i expect it from the conservatives because you know conservatives yeah, they're on his are, fucking team <laughs> yeah and they're, they're, they're the biggest edge lords on the planet and they're always going to be hypocrites like they say edgy stuff about like marginalized groups all the time yeah. but they draw the line at you saying like haha the president's got covid like yeah. They draw the line at that for some reason, but the liberals, on the other hand, uh, you know, they should be like kind of kind of pleased with this. Like, you know, the opponents, like, you know, suffering from something that he uh, ignored yeah. and said wasn't a thing, which you know they should revel in a bit. But they're not. They have this weird like where where is their energy for this kind of stuff for any of the marginalized groups that get affected by this kind of stuff, or yeah. you know, like people saying like horrible things about marginalized groups or um like well, where's the energy for brianna taylor for example where's the energy for that when yeah. conservatives were saying horrible things about her horrible yeah. horrible things about her to they say it about make... every victim of yeah uh, exactly they really do about police brutality like where where is where is this energy when they're always saying like when people um pull up people's criminal records and shit when they're dead when they've been killed yeah. like well they weren't that great a person like where is the energy for that no, they don't have that. Like, but someone who clearly has a terrible record of being a human being, people are like, oh, you gotta be nice though. You gotta be nice. I don't know. It's a, it's a wild situation though. I feel like overall, I, I it's, it, it sounds kind of cliche for me to be like, oh, 2020, but it's, it is a wild year. Like yeah. you, you couldn't have scripted this year. Cause there's just so much going on that it's just, it's like every week there's something wild happens absolutely like last week there was the tax stuff and you're like ooh, a bit mental that yeah and then a few days later it's like all right well uh it's the covid saga now <laughs> like but, yeah i don't i don't understand like the especially over the past like four years where he was in power i think the most mortifying thing for me is just like everyone like liberals looking around and going like oh how did we get here how did this happen like are you fucking blind like it's because you're all striving for this weird moral purity that only services you and services like the status quo that you were enjoying under obama who was also a terrible person like they were sending fucking the kind of military stuff they're sending to portland now up to the pipeline protests and shit like that like america is a broken country like it's always going to be shitty unless something big changes and then they're like oh how do we get here if you look at the yeah. pattern just because so, like everything donald trump's doing out in the open was just done quietly behind closed doors beforehand it's just he's covered with his nuts out so it's like how do we get here well it's the natural progression of what happened 
Like that's the thing is like it's always this like if they go low, you know, we we go high. Like no, if they go low, you go fucking low too. Like it's it's not like this isn't a game, this isn't like a, a TV show or a movie. Like yeah. do what you got to do. Absolutely. Like, there's people Do what you got to do, get the dub. Like there's people on the breadline just doing whatever they can to survive. And we True. love seeing those stories in films, but the minute someone's on the breadline in real life, oh, no, the benefit cheats and stuff like that. Why are they getting benefits and they've also got three jobs? Well, because those three jobs don't add up to a livable wage, so they need benefits on top of that. Like, the system's fucked. Like, Yeah, it's... I, I don't know, man. It, it really is. It really is. Um... So, to circle back, it's absolutely fine to hope for the worst for evil people like agreed i'm not gonna lose any sleep if he pops his clogs i'm not outwardly hoping he pops his clogs but it's no skin off my back if he does um it's the same if i was an absolute shit i wouldn't expect people to care if i dropped down dead i've got a terribly weak immune system covid and a light breeze had finished me off and there's probably people <laughs> glad that i'd fall over dead tomorrow but you know that that's life like it's not a film and i think for a long time after world war Two, like we transitioned into this society joker society um <laughs> where everyone was like no you're the main character everyone is special and unique like no you're not we're all part of this planet and we all need to work together and maybe you'll not be as important as the guy fighting next to you but who the fuck cares if we all just have a roof over our heads food to eat none of our children are dying like you know what i mean sometimes yeah, you have to play the support role yeah i mean like so my favorite my favorite tweet on the whole thing um there was a tweet from charlie warzel right I'm sorry if I pronounced the name wrong. Um, is no, it's obvious, but the possible arc of Supreme Court justice dies weeks before election. Asked not to be replaced is immediately set to be replaced, resulting in celebration. And said celebration becomes super spreader event, sending President to hospital <laughs> is fully difficult to understand. Like, absolutely, uh, you couldn't script this shit. It's wild. Like, it's insane. Yeah. You couldn't script any of this. Like, it's it's such a. A, a wild turn of events, man. I, I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the year, but we'll see. Yep. Well, let's, let's move on um, to something. Let's move on to something brighter. Um, let me let me just give you some breaking news, though. Um, oh. Cineworld uh, shutting down every single cinema. Jesus, like permanently all, or just for the all second UK lockdown? and US venues. Um, because Bond has been delayed, and they just can't deal with it they don't have anyone going they don't have any films being released i mean like i kind of expect it like we're going into this yeah. all digital world it's gonna be kind of weird isn't it <laughs> we're, go- we're like we're kind of like moving into this all digital phase yeah aspects of it are good but there's also very worrying things i mean the basic human connection is slowly being sapped away which sucks. yeah but uh yeah, yeah, dude. Although me and Laura have a National Trust membership, uh, which has been useful, useless, sorry, this year, because everything's been locked down. But if the future means everyone stays inside and watch films, and uh, me and Laura can go to uh, National Trust venues and stuff with no one there and just appreciate nature, that'd be great. I do, I do love it. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the cinema. I like yeah. going to the cinema, but I don't like going when there's people there. So, like... 
Socially yeah. distanced cinemas would be great for me, but I just don't think they're going to keep them open because it probably just doesn't make any money. Yeah, unless it's a film that we're like gagging to see and we don't mind what time we got to see it. Like, I would usually go for, like try and pinpoint the screens with like the least people in, just so I can sit away from them and just watch the film. Yeah, and I don't I mean, mean that in some vein of like, oh, I'm an introvert. I hate people. Like, I'm a loud idiot, and I'm like talking to people just fine but like when i'm watching something i just don't want to be bothered i just want to sit there and just look like i uh so like the the biggest the biggest thought for me um when it comes to you know um going to the cinema and having other people around i always remember when i went to see avengers endgame right um so i went to see avengers endgame and it was probably the most annoying cinema experience in my life. Cause I had some bloke sat next to me. Yeah. Um, who was like, he, he stank of booze. This was like at 11 in the morning, by the way. Um, he had a four pack. Of beers. He had a four pack of beers, which is whatever. I'm cool with that. Like drink while you're at the movies, dude, like, you know, enjoy yourself. But he was like, he was there with this like four pack of beers and he was just sat in his big leather trench coat smelling next to me. Yeah. And he was just like trying to follow up on quips from the characters, and it was really bothering me. Like Iron Man would say something, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, man." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, they're not talking to you. It's a film. It's funny, man. I it, it's so it's so weird, dude. It was so weird. But that's that always makes me think. I'm just like, I if I could guarantee that everybody, everybody, um in like the cinema would just chill the fuck out yeah <laughs> like do you know what i mean like uh, me and laura went to see endgame like four times in the cinema and um every time was fine we didn't have any weird experiences i mean it's probably bad for everyone else because i bl- kept blarting on myself every time steve picked up the hammer but you know <laughs> i just i i just like i don't know if i if i could if i could if i could sign up um and sort of like make make it so that you know the cinema had an agreement that nobody would fucking talk. I'm in. Count me in. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do silent cinema all day. There was one. There was that one in Newcastle I used to go to because it was like for more movie buffs. You know that fancy one. Uh, Tattoo cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was nice and it was also like a little bit more expensive. But everyone who went was like an actual movie goer, like yeah, rather than just going for the sake of it. So nobody spoke. Like I went to see a quiet place there, and it was the most silent thing in the world. Which I can't imagine watching that film in like uh, the view or something. Yeah, I um last time I went to Tenside Cinema, it was to watch a double feature of The Room and uh, The Disaster Artist. It was quite, it was quite interesting. Lots of fun. Oh, um, but yeah. So speaking of films, um. Uh, I've decided to start on a new venture. I, uh, new venture. Last night, I began writing a script. Ooh. Yes, uh, it's something I've been thinking about for a long time because I've been reading comics since I was like five. Um, and sometimes, if you get like a big graphic novel edition, it's like the super edition. They'll have stuff in the back where it's got like concept art, and sometimes they put scripts in there. Like, in the back. So I was like, oh, so that's how comics are written. I thought, like, you'd just go through, draw the panel, and put 
text and stuff because I was an idiot child. Um, but apparently, it's um, it's just done like films. It's a script, like a play or whatever. And you instead of stage directions, you just put directions in what's going to happen in each panel. Um, so I've started writing uh, a script for a comic, not for a film or a play. I'm not that sort of um, I'm not that sort of artiste. I wouldn't know how to make a play pop. I wouldn't know how to make a film compelling. Um, but I do know comics, um, so I'm starting to write one. Um, I'm four pages deep now. Hey, it's fun. I'm having so much That's fun, dope, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, you know, you know, this I do my like streaming and stuff like that, and it's also, I guess, with the podcast, it's kind of a similar thing. Um, I like having that creative outlet. Like, I feel like um, creating your own stuff and being proud of what you've created is just the most fun and fulfilling like feeling. Yeah. Like feeling like you know if if I if I do a live stream for example I know it's like not the biggest thing in the world it's just me like playing fucking games in front of a webcam or whatever and talking and it goes really well and I feel like it was super fun I feel like there was energy you know I feel yes. good afterwards yeah. I feel invigorated afterwards and I think like having that creative outlet is great and I I hope you uh, I hope you do well no is it like it's, it's very strange because I've tried just about everything I've tried I've tried streaming for a bit I stream through work and that's fun because it already has an audience. But I don't think I could ever build up a stream and like base from nothing. I just don't have the patience for it. I tried mm. making YouTube videos and that just didn't stick. But when I started writing the script, you know, when you start something and it's just instantly fun and you're like, oh, hello. It was like that, that hit me and I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be fun. So, um, yeah. yeah, like when you, when you get that feeling, like I feel, I feel like it, you do just get that, like, uh, it, it just happens sometimes, right? Yeah. You just get the feeling. You're like, hell yeah, dude. Like, so yeah, I started yeah. Yeah. for the first time, you know, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be sick though. You um so like what's what's your plan with it? Are you just are you just doing it for fun? Are you gonna try and like send it out afterwards or Well my main problem is um I don't have an artist attached to it. Um so I could write as many scripts as I want. I was looking at um Image Comics, which is a like an indie company type thing. Um, but they've got like a, a submissions area where you can submit your idea with like concepts and stuff. And there's a chance they'll pick it up and be like, okay, if you can do this, like we'll finance it type stuff, which is great. Um, and there's other ways to get your comic out there. I can also self-publish, but I can't draw to save my life. Um, Laura can, um, but she's not confident enough with like anatomy and stuff. And my brother could draw as well, but his drawn style, he takes a while to finish things because um, he, he's, has a good eye for detail and stuff like that. And I don't really know any other, like, artists that would do a comic. I know plenty of people who do art, but it's very much to do big commission pieces. You don't do, like, um, whole books I mean, at a time. Would you need that, though? Would you need that to go with it? Like, would you need the visual element to go I with it? I think so, yeah, just to get the better idea of, like, what needs to happen across. Because I don't think it's a case of, like, I could submit a script to, like, say, Image Comics or if Marvel or DC had a submission program and then they'll attach an artist on my behalf. It's like, okay, we, we believe in this. We'll put this artist on it um, because whatever. Also, that's speaking from like a position where m my script would be good. Like I, I like what I'm writing, but I could send it off and they could be like, this is garbage. Um, but I've always... That, uh, yep, go That's like, um, I think that's just part of it though. I think you just have to... Yeah have to just be confident in what you do 
Oh yeah, I don't mind like say because with my freelance and stuff, I'm used to like submitting something, getting feedback and improving. So I haven't got that weird thing where I was like, oh, I'm scared to submit it in case somebody hates it. Because I've grown up, and for 28 years now, I've been ginger, so rejection is not something I'm afraid of. It's commonplace. Um, so not worried about that. Um, but shout out to uh, David Gallagher who pointed me in the right direction. They write. Um, Currently, I think they write a comic called The Only Living Girl, uh, which is a sequel to their other comic, The Only Living Boy. They've also written for Green Lantern and Ghost Recon Breakpoint, because they do video games as well, um, who follows me on Twitter, Ooh. I think, just because I work for Ubisoft. And, like, we, we've... Just on the timeline, we've went back and forth on, like, certain things, like, oh, because he really likes New Warriors, which is the team that my favorite superhero started on, Nova. So we talk about, like, favorite covers and stuff like that every now and then. And I just sent him a private message to say, like, I'd like to start, like, writing scripts and stuff for comics. Like, do you have any resources? And he sent me a bunch of really useful stuff. So shouts out to him. Um, That's taking super the time cool. out for that. Yeah, like, most writers and artists in the comic community are really nice people. Um, so... It's pretty cool. So I'm having a blast with that. I'm four pages deep. I was writing it before we started um, the pod today. And each issue is around about 22 pages. So I'm thinking of doing um, finishing a first issue and then maybe sending it off to a few people to let them have a read, see if it sucks or not. Um, but yeah, early stages literally started last night. But it's, it seems to be fun. So Good. Good man. Hey. Good man. That's good. That's fun. Speaking of films, um, I watched a nice little film. There we uh, go. I've got it noted down on the agenda. James's nice wee film because he didn't <laughs> tell me what it was. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like, I usually, um, I, I usually just sort of watch stuff on recommendation. Like, or I, I, I find it hard to sit and watch a film lately. Just I enjoy yeah. doing it, but a lot of the time I just sort of. I'm playing a game or a friend of mine messages me and says, you want to do this, you want to do that. And I just, you know, I, I completely forget about just sw- switching off and watching a film for a bit. Um, but one of uh, the folks in my stream community, shouts to Hugh, I know he listens to the podcast as well. Good lad, top lad. Um, he wanted to watch a film the other day. So we watched it like uh, over Discord called Inside Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. Um, it was good, man. It was good. It's like a, it's like a black comedy. Yeah. Um, about a like folk singer, okay. Um, played by Oscar Isaac, very good, nice. Um, and it, it was good, man. It was good. It's like it had good good music. Obviously, I feel like it's super important for a film about music to have, <laughs> yeah. You know, like it to to have like kind of authentic tunes. Um, mm-hmm. it was very very good. It was very very good. It was uh an, an enjoyable little flick. An enjoyable little flick. I enjoy watching it. A bit, bit of a big cast as well. I didn't expect. I do enjoy Oscar Isaac. He's a very, very talented. Yeah, yeah Oscar Isaac. Um, Adam Driver was in it for a bit. Yeah. Um, John Goodman. Uh, we love Justin John Timberlake. <laughs> we do. We do. We're not sure on anymore. He was in a film I watched yesterday. Actually, I finally got around to watching that. Um, oh brother, where art thou? With uh, George Clooney and uh, the guy from Transformers and so that. Justin Timberlake. No, no, Justin Timberlake wasn't there. He was too busy um, fighting Vax before. <laughs> JT, classic JT. Also, I watched so another good. film. It was quite upsetting, but I got the the point of it. It's um, it's about these old blokes, and they they don't have much going on, obviously, because they're old and all that. I'm assuming all their wives have died and all that stuff, and they just 
get together for like one last shindig. It's called Lemon Party. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Lemon Party, mate. You should look at The film's called Lemon Pie. Don't look it up. No, 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 no. But the, like, I know what Lemon Party is. Saying, <laughs> that was the joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm out of it. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, Google it. I, it's a bunch of old blokes looking each other off. Um, <laughs> good one, Gary. Man, turn the podcast off. Uh, yeah, good one, Gary, mate. Nice. nice <laughs> I framed it as a feel good comedy, you know? Yeah. Comedy of errors. What year are we in? What year are we in right now? How are you bringing up fucking lemon pie? I was going to say I watched a film. I was going to go with uh, Mr. Hands and spin you a yarn about a a feel good um, tale about a retired racehorse. You can't trick me with anything like that. I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to get a short burst joke off, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. Those ones were trying to get some short bursts off. (laughs) Went to a went, went to a fucking new burger restaurant at the weekend. It's called Meat Spin. Check it out. Like, <laughs> All the burgers are on a conveyor belt. Did, did I ever tell you about the the time in my politics class in college? That always, always I always, uh, I always keep this in mind just because it's just, it was just such a funny moment. Yeah. Um, where like I was in politics class, and our teacher was she wasn't very great. Like she kind of, I don't think she cared much. So she was always like, "Let's just do stupid shit. Let's watch videos, whatever." She um, put me spit on the projector. <laughs> so I no, I did. But the way Damn. I got it done is there was a website back in the day, a classic bait and switch called um, fucking what was it called? Phone Trace. Okay. It was called Phone Trace, right? Um, and basically what it did is it came, you typed in like an address uh, or, you know, you typed in a phone number and it came up with this like fake map where it zoomed in on the yeah. houses and then okay. it was just meat spin at the end, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 put, go, on, go on phone trace. And like everyone in the class was like, yeah, yeah, do my number, do my number. So they put it in. And everyone was like watching, like, oh shit, is it gonna is this gonna be it? And then just on comes the fucking meat spin. <laughs> My teacher luckily wasn't the kind of teacher that would get me in trouble for something like that. But she Sweet. was just like, What are you doing? <laughs> I was in the middle of I was in the corner of the room, just absolutely creased. Just absolutely creased because no one else found it funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone was like, why? You're a bad, I was like, ah. bad man. <laughs> Oh, it's a classic moment. I, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm almost proud of that moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was it was funny, dude. It was funny, but uh, yeah, so that was that was a classic classic Disgusting. moment in my in my young life when I just used to try and make funny <laughs> nonstop, <laughs> all fucking gas, no brakes, baby. Let's go. Disgusting. Speaking yeah. of all gas, no brakes. It's time to move on to the next topic. So, as I touched on at the very start of the podcast, one of the things I listened to is our last podcast on the left. Not really into, like, the serial killer episodes, because, like, real human evil is boring to me. I know it happens. Like, I don't care. Yeah, there's killers and stuff. Not into that, but supernatural and alien shit. Sign me up. So recently we listened to um, the Men in Black episodes because they're creepy as fuck and they scare the shit out of me. Um, and I love torturing myself. So the question is, James, 
What are your thoughts Yo. on aliens? Aliens, just like as a whole. <coughs> also, I just want to clarify. I do have a cough, but it's just a seasonal just cold cough. change. Like when the seasons change, you get cold. I'm not dying, I promise. Well, you never know. Carry on. <coughs> um. So, aliens as a whole, I 100% believe in. I hundred percent like I don't think there's any denial. I don't think you can deny aliens, like or deny the like prospect of aliens, because there's no way in the grand scheme of things that we are the only fucking sentient beings in the universe. Like there's no way. Absolutely no way. Yep. So I, I absolutely think that there are I think there are aliens out there. Um, whether or not, I don't think any have come into contact with us as much as like uh, the, the the way I always think about it. I always think like we don't have the technology, right? Like, why do we always presume that an alien life form would either one be humanoid, like it could yeah. be some sort of creature or whatever? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or two, be as technologically advanced, like you know, as we are, or more. Like, and obviously in sci-fi, like aliens are all like, you know, they have spaceships, they have like ray guns, all this kind of stuff. But I feel like if it was more realistic, the pro- like, if if there was life on another planet that was humanoid, it would probably just be like insanely similar or less yeah. technologically advanced. I don't know because I I don't think I don't know I don't I don't see another life form being like this high tech superpower in the world like See, maybe it is i disagree really i don't disagree about the existence of the game you disagree with me i'm fine. done we're not podcasting anymore <laughs> <For you. laughs> views on aliens are the gospel <laughs> um no i think the way just how space and time works we're not the only life in the galaxy but also there's going to be alien civilizations that are miles ahead of us and there's going to be alien civilizations who are in the dirt right now, returning the monkey, slinging their own shit around. Um, I also, I do agree that not every alien race is probably going to be humanoid. I believe they're probably just adapted to whatever planet they exist on. So there could be sentient gas people, all types of shit. Um, but what, how, how do you fancy our chances if we are attacked by hostile aliens? I mean, it really, it really depends, like, what kind of hostile aliens we're talking? Do you know what I mean, like if we're talking yeah. like War of the Worlds kind of thing, like mm-hmm. you know these big fucking robots with ray guns and shit, and absolutely not, like we're fucked. Actually, um, James, I just want to stop you there. The aliens in War of the Worlds are little fat spherical disc Yorkshire pudding looking motherfuckers with um, well, beaks. They just happen to be I mean, piloting no. the robots. Yeah, so. if they have this, if they have this technology though, like, if it's if it's classic sci-fi aliens with like mad technology, you know, that can just yeah. like raise fucking um, like cities with beams and shit. Like then, of course, yeah. we're fucked. Like we destroy ourselves before we destroyed them. Like the what what are the weapons that like you know um, the most powerful weapons we have as a race is nuclear weapons right yeah. so they'd absolutely fuck us over as well like we'd be like self destructing basically yes um, I to an extent I agree I think if it catches by surprise but even then here's what my thought will be I think attacking the Earth because as much as I'm not the biggest fan of half of humanity you know the racist the bigoted half fuck them. But, like, one thing humans are extremely good at is war, unfortunately, and just surviving. So I think it would be the equivalent, if a, even if they had better technology than us, we'd find a way to steal it 
and just wreak havoc on the galaxy. It'd be sort of like, you know, when you say a dude is just punching an anthill and the ants just happen to be those kind of ants that uh, eat flesh and, like, mm. they slowly encroach up his arm and then just eat his entire body. I think that's what we'd be like to an alien coming down trying to, like, take us over. We'd just be like, no, this is our ship now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like... Um... <sighs> I I feel like in general, if there are like aliens um, out there, they are probably not humanoid. I think they're probably like some sort of like gas or like yeah. amoeba or something like that, which isn't very exciting. Um, but in the if if we're talking if we're going full on fucking big dick movie, like fucking theories here. Oh, we always go big dick here on Death. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's more fun. Like I see I'm Mm -hmm. I'm I'm personally in these kind of conversations way more of a fan of this kind of shit because I I know like as I say, if it's legit, probably it's just gas or fucking amoebas or whatever. Like, you know, that's that's probably not it, but probably commonly that, right? Yeah. But like I like to think of it in a fun sense because what's the point in having this conversation otherwise? It's like with films and games and stuff where people are like, yeah, well, that, that wouldn't really happen, would it? Like, that's the fucking point. Like, yeah. So it's entertaining. It's meant to be entertaining. Would you want them to sit there and do things realistically? Like, yeah, but he, he wouldn't really be able to fly that fast, would he? Like, he, he, he can fly. You can't do that in real life. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but you know, like, if this was real, he, he wouldn't be able to fly through that. Like, I'm sorry. What? Like, what? Why are we? Why are we doing this? Like, does every game have to be fucking boots on the ground military action? <laughs> like, yeah. has to be realistic. Right. Okay. But on the so, on the other side, I think we'd also fuck it up if the aliens were peaceful. So we find a way to just fucking annihilate them because humans are shit. Well, this this is the thing. I feel like I feel like if there was like a peaceful race of like little fucking green men or whatever, we'd absolutely fuck it up as a race. We'd absolutely mm. fuck it up. People would be like, yeah, come on come on down. And then they'd fucking capture them or some shit. Yeah. And then we'd bring it upon ourselves, whatever fiery wrath from the mothership was coming up. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. Or what happens if like we run into an alien civilization that are completely ahead of us technology wise, like all that stuff, but they're similar to us in terms of like just temperament and like social cues. So like little green men, they come down, we get on with them in some sort of miracle where the human race isn't a, a ball of fear and xenophobia. And we're just like, all right, let's, let's work together. Let's do some sides. And one of the alien scientists just like carries the one on one of our calculations and like disproves all of fucking science that we know on earth, which should, <coughs> pardon me, bring a whole like new age of prosperity. But because he just deconstructed all of our science by carrying the one, all of our heads just explode. Or we just completely go mad because of the new, all the new information coming in. Like, I think it's going to be something unfortunate like that. Just, like, something well-intentioned will just fuck us. Yeah, it's... It's, like, one of, the, it's one of those things that I always think that... I don't know. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But I think if it, if it ever did, we, we, we'd be fucked, man. We'd be absolutely fucked. We can't, like, look after ourselves. Like, how are we meant to deal with, like... You know, we, we can't even, like, communicate across country. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> without other people fucking... You know, like for, like foreign negotiations and stuff are always they're always fucking hard. Yeah. Um. Let alone with alien superpowers who definitely do not speak the same language as us. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's a little crazy. But... Didn't 
wasn't it? I can't remember because it got swept up in like the millions of scandals and like explosions and shit that happened this year. Um, but didn't they just release a bunch of stuff that were like, yeah, aliens are real lads? I feel I mean, like some documents got released that were. Like, I feel like there yeah. was something. Like, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure we found like living conditions uh, on other planets for yeah. whether that's for like actual people or for like. You know, like uh, like humanoid creatures, or for just like gases or whatever. But I- I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Yeah, I'm in a weird I'm place sure. with my belief over alien intentions and visits because I'm not on board with the idea that there's aliens among us and stuff like that. Um, oh, I am because the my, the my pillow guy is an alien, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, um, but I think like because <laughs> traditionally, like when the the because you see the, the talk about aliens like evolving over time into are there among us. But like at the beginning, it was just sort of things like a pilot would see a strange object. One or two people got abducted to their spaceship. I think every now and then aliens come down, check up on us. Are they interesting yet? No, fuck off for a while. I don't think they care past that. I don't think they're among us trying to like influence our government and i think they're at a level where they couldn't give a fuck about our earthly politics um until it was like a danger to space itself which it isn't at the moment um so i think it's just a case of that i don't think it's i mean take a look at take a look at people like fucking what's his name gary gary spivy (laughs) from the the science uh psychics network yeah, I just sent you a picture in Discord. Yeah, just, I know who Gary Spivey is. Take a look at that. He was and, actually, and tell me that there's not aliens among us. He was actually used on a WWE pay-per-view way back in the day um, in a storyline, bless him. Um, like, I, 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 find, <laughs> I find stuff like that. So, like, there's so much outrageous shit on this planet. Like, I'm no, just I like, think Gary Spivey is just, uh, he's like... Elton John, if he decided to cosplay as a microphone instead of becoming a stinger, <laughs> he looks like like a, a rice cake, <laughs> like you know, like those little little Japanese rice triangles. <laughs> he looks like one of those. <laughs> this is the thing, right? I I don't. It looks also looks like a poodle. Yeah. But I um, this is the most probably the most exciting thing about living on this planet, yeah. like. <laughs> Like, I would be so, as, as annoying and as, like, dangerous as some of these people are, like, you know, when we talk about Alex Jones and Gary stuff. Gary Spivey is a danger to Will. I mean, like, but, you know, we talk about stuff like Alex Jones and stuff like that, right? Like, um, and I don't know, Gary Spivey's not a danger, but he's still a weirdo, right? Like, he's still weird. He's still I think awesome. anyone who dresses like that, um, and if you are listening, you obviously can't see what we're looking at, but just Google Gary Spivey. It's yeah, nothing weird. He's just a guy who wears an immaculate headdress and is psychic. Um, but it's like, for me, I'm happy to speculate on the existence of aliens, but I am someone who's personally terrified of ever properly investigating it because... I don't want to be approached by the men in black. I don't want to be abducted. <laughs> I don't want none of that stuff. I just want to know if you're there, lads. I'm not trying to get in deep, you know. Like, have, have you have you seen? Oh, fuck, what's that film with the with the really really like horrible but really good abduction scene? Fire in the sky. That's the one. Have you I've seen, that? seen that? No, bro. It is it is the probably the most horrifying like abduction scene in any film ever. Like. It's it's very very uncomfortable to watch. Okay, 
but it's like it's it's really good. It's very well done. It's very visceral. Like it's it, it's what I imagine. You know when people like imagine like friendly aliens or whatever. Yeah, it's what I imagine actual like alien abductions and shit would be like. Yeah, like they it, apparently it's it's based on like a real guy. It's based on uh, yeah. Travis Walton. Okay, I think. but it's like yeah, it's it's. It's this horrible scene with these like grumpy looking aliens and this dude screaming and they're like looking at him like shut the fuck up bro like they're not happy yeah. with it and they like cover him in some sort of like gooey cling film thing yeah and then start like keeping his eyes open and shit it's fucked dude it's fucked up like it's- there's a there's a alien film that I really wanted to see where like you don't see the alien spaceship till the end, but it's done really well. It's like set in a really small town in like the fifties, and there's like a one of the characters is a girl who works on one of like the old telephone switchboards, and she's hearing like weird messages and stuff, and it's really well done. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Let me bring it up because um, I will want to watch it later. But yeah, like the actual kid, like meeting the aliens and stuff like that. Unless, like, the government met them first and stuff, and they were, like, come down, they're like, hey, we're cool, everyone's chill, we want to meet your people in, like, a, a slow introductory thing. That would be fine, but, like, getting abducted and stuff, just the idea of it scares the shit out of me. Bro, I, speaking of spooky shit like that, um, I actually, I think we should play this, and I would love to stream this with you if you'd be down for it. No. Um, there's a game called Phasmophobia. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. I've seen clips of it. No, 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 Bro, no, 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 no. I really want to stream this game. It looks so fucking funny, but also so scary. So they've they've made like a, and I think it's a great idea. I think it's a really, really good concept. Um, they've made a co-op game where you play as a team of ghost hunters, yeah. like paranormal ghost hunters. And you have like, I think your objective is just to figure out what kind of ghost it is, right? Like you have like a, uh, different tells for what kind of ghost it is and you have different tools and you have to go and figure it out but i think the ghost can try and kill you right like yeah that's the part where i'm like uh no thanks yeah so you'll be walking around and like shit will happen and you know there'll be things flying around the room whatever or the ghost will be like trying to kill you and shit but uh, apparently it's it's so so funny like it just it looks like it just messes with your mind in the best way and yeah. to have like you and your friends sort of just in that situation together, you know, like, oh, have you got, have you got the camera? Have you got the light? <laughs> like, yeah. you have to like use a Ouija board and shit as well. And be like, no, I'm not using so a fun. Ouija board. Not in real life, not on a game. No, I'm not I, trying I to do it. Do you just do it when, when you were a teenager? No. Ever since I was a, a child, my mother was like, you're never using a Ouija board. Like, I don't care if it's real. I don't care if it's whatever, like we could go to our graves and there could be nothing after this. There could be no afterlife, but on the off chance, I do not want to open a portal to a nether realm where we're all going to have our faces eaten. So you and your brother, you're never doing Ouija board. I was like, yeah, that seems reasonable. I don't want to take I, the I, chance. No, we, we did it when we were younger. We, I mean, I feel like it was a, it was almost like a rite of passage for the alternative kids. Back in the day, like I feel like it was almost like a proper rite of passage. Yeah. You know? Well, like, we used to do the simple shit, like uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. That shit. Did you do the? Uh, did you do Candyman and stuff like that? No, no, we didn't use anything that would beckon anything from the beyond. Oh, we 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 played with we tempted fate like, a lot. <laughs> it's like Candyman was actually one of the and Bloody Mary were like the scariest ones for me. Yeah, like, stuff I don't and know. mirrors is a bit weird. 
Yeah, there's something so like real about it. Like mirrors in the dark in general are scary. Mm-hmm. Like, mirrors in the dark are always scary. I don't know. There's something, there's something about them. It's just like anyway. Ugh. Just to go, yeah, I found the name of that film in case anyone was wondering. Uh, it's called? called Vast of Night. Um. So V A S T. In case my pronunciation. Oh, it's on Prime Video. Might watch that tonight. Yeah. It's really I, good. Uh, it's just it's nicely done. It's a bit. It's one of them films where there's lots of like quiet periods. Um. But not in a creepy way, it's just a very, like, the way it's done is sort of, like, the way it was pitched to me, and that made me want to watch it, is like, it does feel like it's set in a small town, so it's sort of, like, mundane, and then you've got the, the, the background of it being, like, alien abduction, which is cool, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I just don't want to get abducted or taken into another dimension um, by Demons. Demons. That's not my... What kind of demons? Well, let's what not talk sex about... demons? Listen, let's not talk about... How about... It is October. We've already touched on aliens. How about for the next episode or few episodes in October, we pick a spooky thing to talk about each episode? I, I, I think we should do that. I think it's uh, it's it's that time of year. I think we should, you know, keep up with the, the spooky trends. Yeah. Um, attention all Halloween hoes. It's time to get spooky. You know what that means. <laughs> I love those coffee pastas so much, man. Those ones are like a happy Fottober. <laughs> like, send this to all your sexy witches. <laughs> I fucking love those so much. Yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. No, ha- Halloween, honestly, though. Like, so you guys have, if you guys do follow me on Twitter or anything, if you're not, what are you doing? Um, Halloween is one of my favorite times of year. Like, I get really into it, dude. I didn't care about it until about two years ago, and uh, Laura started doing my makeup for Halloween. I was like, "Yep, no, I'm into it." Um, before I was just like, "Yeah, Halloween, I guess," because um, Laura used to do cosplay and stuff, so she's good with costumes. And I was never good at costumes, so before I was like, "Yeah, I was just putting some fake teeth. Let's go." Um, but yeah. But, like, what I love about it is that, one, it's the cozy, like, autumn is the coziest season. It's the best season. It's cozy as fuck. But Halloween's just such a, like, fun, like, thing, right? It's just mischief. It's just spooky mischief. Like, it's, you know, for me, it's just cozy uh, horror movies. Like, even, even, like, the cute side of Halloween. Like, little fucking, the people pumpkin thing that I sent you. Like, little fucking frogs in pumpkin outfits and shit it's funny it's cute i like it it's a nice vibe yeah it's a good good time of year um yeah I, I know big big fan of halloween big yeah, kind of halloween good. guy you know yeah so i need to i need to figure out what i'm gonna watch though like halloween movie wise because i feel like i've i feel like i'm reaching the point um which sucks by the way uh mm. where i've kind of watched a lot of the big like scary movies like the good ones yeah i don't know what to watch now um and the same definitely applies more so for uh video games mm-hmm. so like i love horror games i really do i love horror games a lot but there's it's honestly one rare that people make a horror game because it's not like yeah. the most popular genre and of two course. like rare the you know there's one that's really good Mm-hmm. Like um, I think the last really good one that I played was probably I don't know Canarium was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Outlast One is very good. The second <laughs> one is the worst game on the planet. Don't talk to me about it. Okay. 
Um, no, I really hate that game so much. It's really bad. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's one of those things that because like you can make you can make like an an action RPG or like an FPS or something like that, right? And it's it's probably going to be all right. Like as long as you've got yeah. like a, a few basic things down, it's probably game loop, yeah. yeah, it's probably it's probably going to be a, a decent little game. But when it comes to like a horror game, it's like all right, this needs to be this needs to be scary. Like it needs to. There, there are elements to it that need to be really good. Yeah. Um. So it's it's hard to do, and not many people do it in the first place. So I, I've kind of run out of horror games to play, and I'm not the kind of person that can replay shit like that because I already know what's going to happen, and it doesn't yeah. scare me anymore. You know. Yeah, um, I, I don't play horror games at all. I don't. My idea of fun is not being scared. You don't um, like scary, do you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't mind scary films. I think it's. I've got a weird relationship with scary films. Because if it's like a slasher, one of like a really gory film, I'll watch it and it's not scary at all. Because it's just, it's obviously just there for the spectacle of like killing. And I'm like, this sucks. Like this is boring. Like if I could just be playing a video game where I could shoot someone's leg off with a shotgun, I could get the idea. Yeah, humans are full of red stuff. Okay, great. Um, but when it's creepy, that's when it gets me. Like stuff like Hereditary. Um, just the idea of getting abducted by aliens. You know, it's just like the shit you can't see. Like, yeah, and you never yeah. know when it's gonna happen. I'm like, ah, no, no, thank you. Uh, ah. Yeah, like, but then after I watch one, like after I watch Redry, I was like, that was fucking like great. It made me shit my fucking pants. It's the same. It's the same experience as riding a roller coaster. It's like it's it's super intimidating and it's scary. But when you're done with it, you're like, that was really good. Yeah. Like that was a good feeling. That was really good, you know. Um, I don't know. I I feel like for me, when it comes to like spooky shit, slasher movies and stuff, I love them just because they're fun. They're not scary. They're just fun. They can be good. Like the the first Halloween film, just fucking yeah, like, knocks absolutely. They're great. Like I I like like the Jason movies as well. Like I think they're fun. I think they're just like they're good movies. You know, they're mm. just thrillers. Um, whereas. With a lot of stuff like for me, supernatural stuff doesn't really scare me. It's more like realistic shit that scares me when it's like just yeah. some psychopath or whatever. Like, oh, you know, that could happen. That that's what scares me. Like when everyone was um scared of paranormal activity, holy shit, I found that the least scary film I've ever seen in my life. It just I don't I don't rate that film at all. Really? I don't rate that film at all. Paranormal activity, I think it's terrible. I, I thought it was a little bit creepy. I don't find it scary at all. I, I don't believe in ghosts. Like I don't find ghosts scary. I think I think that was the main thing. I just I just do oh. not find ghosts scary. See, like I think I'd find if I, I cards on the table, I think I believe in ghosts. Maybe I don't know if they're they're dead people or just like energy beings that have formed through malicious intent. Like me. Like, I'm an energy being um, formed through malicious Yeah, I'd like intent. to think like I like to keep myself open to believing in a bunch of things. Like I don't go around like look seeking out ghosts, but like yeah, it's a possibility. But I think like even if I was a skeptic, I'd still find it creepy because I'm like, alright, I know I don't believe in ghosts. Like what the fuck's happening then? Is it well, aliens? The, the thing is that I I'm not I'm not scared or I don't enjoy like ghost movies. But I do enjoy like real ghost videos and stuff on YouTube. I love that shit. I love I love that. Like going down the rabbit hole of just these like, you know, top ghost moments and stuff or just like paranormal real moments on YouTube is great. I love it. Even though most of it's probably fake or just some random noise or whatever. I think it's great entertainment. 
Yeah. I think he's real good at entertainment. Like, ghost caught on fucking, like, doorbell webcam or whatever. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's funny, man. It's funny. But, like, like say it. if that, that like, uh, what, what game did you say was Phantasma or whatever? Like the, yeah, Phasmophobia. If that was, you couldn't get killed, and it was just, like, a most haunted type thing where you just took the piss, that would be my ideal game. Like, if I could just step into the monolithic boots of Derek Akora and carry on his legacy. <laughs> but then it wouldn't be fun. Like, you need the fret. That's what makes it scary, the threat. No, I d- the, the threat isn't sort of... For me, the threat wouldn't be the ghost killing me. It would just be like the fact that there could be a ghost there. That's scary enough. Like, Oh, well, I, you mean I, like that the ghost is an entity rather than just like noises or whatever? Like it's an actual... Yeah, like you could air. see it and stuff like that. I almost think it would be scarier if it didn't like attack you because if you just saw like something horrific just floating there and it didn't act on anything, but it was still like moving around, it clearly took an interest in you. You'd be like... Holy fuck, what the fuck? Well, that's the thing. I feel like, so from what I've seen of it, there's different ghosts that act differently. Okay. So, like, demons, for example, will, like, try and kill you super early on. Like, de- demons, will, they're super aggressive or whatever. Whereas, okay. like, some of them might try and kill you at some point, or they just can get a bit aggy if you piss them off and stuff. Yeah. I, and I like that variation to it, where, like, you know, you never know. Until you figured it out, you never know what you're dealing with. Okay. So you're kind of on edge. I, I, I like it. We should play it, dude. We should play it. No. Let's do it. We should no. play it. I'll buy it for you. No. I'll buy it for you as a gift, and you have to play it. No, I don't. I Honestly, <laughs> I will refuse. Dude, there's a screenshot here. You can walk around with like a fucking crucifix. You can do that. Keep yourself safe. Is there a vampire in it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's like, there's like a bunch of different tools and stuff. There's like a, a fucking crucifix you can walk around with. You know what? Just completely out of left field, but slightly related. I'm surprised mm. no one's made like an open world game where you like just live out the life of a vampire. And you've got like, I know the I vampire mean, the masquerade exists. But, no, I was like, just, literally about to say that. That's just like one way you, you just literally just it's like a sandbox thing, and you got to like make sure you get in you get it before morning comes and all that shit. I mean that's what vampire the masquerade is but isn't that more like a role-playing like D type uh, kind of play? but i think the i think the new one is more um towards what you were saying i think the second one is more what you were saying i'm thinking more like sleeping dogs but you're a vampire <laughs> <laughs> sleeping dogs is a bloody good game by oh, the way fuck yeah i, I really sleeping like dogs. sleeping dogs that game fucking slaps if you make it make a second one please please make a second sleeping dogs it's so fucking good yeah, man. It's, it, it's so good, dude. You know, you know what else was good? Even well? in True Crime, because Sleeping Dogs was just the next iteration in True Crime. Well, fucking so. John Woo Stranglehold as well. Yeah, I never played that. John, John Woo Stranglehold. Give me that shit too. Give me just, just give me all these like games that uh, back in the day when everyone was like, let's put slow mo in our game. Give me that generation oh, yeah. again. Bring it back. Like, let's just all put slow mo in our games and just do over the top fun shit. Yeah, that's what we, that's what we need. I um I I know I I'm a big fan of Max Payne Free. I think Max Payne Free is absolutely. Phenomenal. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I think oh, you haven't played lot, it. Not a lot of people played it. I think that was the problem with it. It didn't sell well because like, it didn't sell that well. No, it but good. it is. I I think it's because Max Payne is a franchise. Um, it's one of those kind of. It's more of a cult franchise, right? Yeah. Like the first two games, they were very good, but I think they were very like, I don't know, especially the first one. The first one was actually kind of scary. It was very odd. There was a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah. And I think they were kind of like niche at the time. 
I don't think people really were, you know, buzzed about playing like a Max Payne game at the time. And so Free did, you know, even though it's a Rockstar game, I think it did okay, but I don't think it did amazingly because people just weren't into Max Payne as a franchise. They didn't see the name Max yeah. Payne and think, hell yeah, like, you know, I'm going to play this. You know what game I'm really being oh, on really had the hankering to play, and I don't know why? Um, the second Shadow of Moro game. I just want to go back. And They're actually it. no. They. I completely agree with that. I. I feel like the weird thing is with games like that. If I could just pick them up right now and play it without having to do any story shit, I'd do it. If I could just skip the entire, like load it up and it just skips the entire like first twenty minutes, like yeah. so I don't have any tutorials and shit, and I can just go around killing orcs. I'd hundred percent install it and play it. Like I, I, I love the gameplay of those games. I just can't be asked. Like, I, like if, unless I'm really feeling it, I just can't be asked with the story. Yeah. But um, like every now and then I go through and play all the Arkham games from back to front. Oh, the Arkham game, the Arkham games do slap though. Yeah. They, they are really, really good, good stories, games. so it's not too bad. Getting stuck they really with do cutscenes. slap. Bro, I've been I've been playing fucking Genshin Impact for like the past week. Yeah. Um, which is basically just anime Breath of the Wild. Okay. That game's fucking good, dude. Mm. Like it, it straight up is just anime Breath of the Wild. It's like um Is it you, really like, open world. I've seen a lot of people talking about it. It's it's pretty fucking good. It's, so it's 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 free, right? And it's a it's a gacha game. So I don't you know what a gacha game is or uh I believe I've heard the term before. Like you've played um you've you've probably played the Marvel one. There's like a Marvel mobile game, um okay. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, that kind of shit where yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you get characters through like rolling, right? Like okay. you get a certain item or something that you either pay for, or you earn it, and then you sort of do a random roll and you have a chance to get a character. Okay. Like that's how you get characters in the game, apart from like there's quite a lot of like free ones that you get during the story. Yeah. Um, and it's the same system for like leveling up characters. You get items that you earn in the game that you know you give to your character to make it level up. But the entire gameplay loop is like an open world. It runs very smoothly, by the way. It's an open world where you can like climb, glide. Um, you have like just regular sort of like action RPG combat. You know, like okay. left click to do your attack or whatever. You have special abilities, and you switch between like your party of characters to do all the shit. And I was just so impressed that a free to play game that kind of like is intended to make its money off this like gacha model is so playable for free like you know like you, you don't really need to spend to do okay yeah and also just so good like it's really smooth and it's fun it is it yeah, plays you didn't answer my question. breath of the wild go on is it multiplayer sort of that's okay. the only downside to it it's um you can do you can do co-op and it, it, it runs fine it works fine but like all you really do co-op is like run you can do everything co-op actually you can pretty much do co-op i think just in the open world but the yeah. only real reason to do co-op is probably to like do uh like daily missions or like dungeons or whatever that's yeah. probably the only real like dedicated reason to do it i mean i'm down to play most games on stream with you but not the horror ones <laughs> but not ghost games no. Come on, it's that time of year. You have to do it. I do it. like it, it. It's like I don't know what it is. I just. Bro, what if we imagine like imagine we're playing it and it's like the ghost of Bob Monkhouse or some shit? <laughs> that'd yeah, be great. I want to do that. <laughs> Not if Bob Monkhouse is going to like grow another <laughs> mouth to try and eat me. But like Gary, I'm over it. 
Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, It'd be great. Yeah. I'll play it. No, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Come I'm not, talk to me. I'm not really that scared of many things in the physical realm, despite being two foot tall. I'm not scared of heights. Like not scared of spiders. None of the traditional fears. But when it comes to spooky, ooky stuff, nah, get me out of there. You scared of me? No, I'm not scared of you. Sake. I tried. I tried. What's that? What's that game called? You want me to play? Fa- uh, fa- sex. <laughs> Jesus. Phasmophobia. It's called phasmophobia. Yeah, phasmophobia. What, what does? It, what is phasmophobia? Is that the fear of um, Captain Phasma from Star Wars? Yeah, the fear of how they fucking wasted that character. That was a cool ass character. Great actress. Yeah. Fucking great actress, like cool looking character. They 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 boba fetted it. They fucking sorry to sound like an absolute nerd here. Um they boba fetted that character, hundred percent. Like they had this cool ass fucking character that they probably didn't think people would be that into. That looks drippy as shit. Like, look at Boba Fett. He's the drippiest looking character in the whole of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, my man just looks cool. Like, they've just designed him to look fucking ace. Um, and like, they just wasted it. Like, he just he just dies. And it's the same with Captain Phasma. It's like, okay, so she looks mint, but um, yeah. what does she do? Oh, she just she just dies. She just uh, in the worst way possible too. It's not like it's not like she dies in a cool way. She gets like knocked off a platform or some shit. Like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm off. Like, like, come on. Come on, you really going to do that? Like, okay, let's make this really sick design, but then, you know, they slip on a banana peel <laughs> and then fall into the void. Like, ah, great, cool, lovely. Jesus. Good shit. I'm looking at all of the YouTube thumbnails for this game, but it's definitely one of those games that a lot of people are going to get a lot of YouTube hits on because people like one of those games that you do. Okay. Let me let me let me let me describe one of the thumbnails you're probably seeing. So it's some like uh, I'm gonna say twenty ish, you know, late, early twenties, white guy, yeah, um, blonde hair, probably. Yep. He's got his hands on either side of his face, and he's doing like the scream, like oh, like he's doing that. You got everything right, st- apart from the hands. It's a lot of just people just with a shocked face. Yeah, like the the O face, you know. Right? There's yeah. there's so many like w- one of my favorite things about going through YouTube lately, and I know it's I know it's partially probably because of YouTube's algorithm that people do this shit, mm-hmm. like that do clickbaity titles or like uh, thumbnails and stuff. But people have like free pictures of themselves doing three different faces, and they just reuse them over and over again on like on yeah. a different angle. It's like the the shocked face, a sort of like big smiley face. Oh, like an oh my god, no way, hands on head, <laughs> like kind of thing. Hands on either side of your head, like real for real, crazy, crazy Call of Duty plays. Do like, not go into the school, most terrifying <laughs> ghost yet. I can't believe this happened. <laughs> I got caught by a terrifying ghost. Just me being manscaped <laughs> in the corner. That's like, my YouTube video. What I don't get is the the concept behind the game of, like, if you're meant to be ghost hunting, quote-unquote, do you have any sort of gadgets that you can just shoot the ghost <laughs> in the face? No, because you can't... We don't have weapons. It's, it's realistic, Gary. 
We don't okay, so if you know ghost. you're going to go in there and you're going to get murdered by a ghost, why don't you just not go? If you've got no way to fight you're not going to get back? murdered by it. You need to figure out, like, you need to find out what it is. You need the details. You need to, this stuff needs to be on the record. Okay. It needs to be on the record, bro. We need to have it nailed down. We know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, but once on. you have that. We know what's happening. Once you have that information, like, what are you going to do with it? I don't know. Go home. <laughs> it's, you're doing it. You're doing the thing that we spoke about before. If this was real, you'd just go home. <laughs> like it's a game, right? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. Ghosties. I'm not saying that at all. Someone like you who wants yeah, to figure it out. Paid. What I'm asking, what are you going to do with that information? Are you going to develop a method to shoot that ghost in the face with the information you've got? No, I think you just get paid. You just you just know the full story, don't you? Okay. I don't, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I have a way. I'm going to buy it for you. No, I'm not going to play it. It's going to waste you your will. money. I would rather oh, have the money. It. I'd rather just I'm not have giving the money. You, no, I'm not giving you the money to. I'm not giving you the money to do whatever. You would just go into my bank. I don't. I'm not spending a lot these days. <laughs> well, that's that's fun, isn't it? That's a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to play the ghost game, and I don't really spend my money. I'm, on no, anything. I've got. I'm. I'm under no illusions. I've got no pride when it comes to this. I would be too scared to play it. Right, well, that's completely fine. Um, you're well within your, you know, right to say that. But I, I think the people, the people would like to see it. Okay, I think the they people would, would like to see it. If someone um, pays me two thousand British pounds, I will play the game. Till then, <laughs> yeah, definitely worthwhile. That isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely worthwhile. God. Anyway, um, I think that's a good place to, to, to call it for the day. It is. Speaking of you playing games on stream, where can people catch so, the stream? Good segue. Hey. You can find me at twitch.tv slash jimothyz. I'm still trying to get just jimothy, but like for some reason there's some guy that has the account that must just watch streams every now and again. Um, and he, he's just not relinquishing it. So if you are the original like jimothy Twitch account holder, please give it me. Um, mm. I'll give you a fiver. Uh, other than that, you can catch me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Jimothy TV. Um, yeah, it's probably, it's probably the best two places to find me. Nice. Um, you know, you can find me being spooky and shit. Send, send me your suggestions for spooky shit I should play or watch. Cool. And as for me, you can catch me on Twitter, um, Statue Yubi, or you can catch me on uh, comicbookresources.com under my name, Gary Walker. Um, my alternate Twitter, which is at Gary Spivey, and then GarySpivey.com for my whole portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> we love a bit of Gary Spivey. So, uh, fi- final final message of the day: um, take care of yourselves, uh, look after each other. You know, yeah. um, trans rights are human rights. Yep, trans rights are human rights. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, fuck J.K. Uh, maybe don't fuck Gary Spivey. He might be all right. Um, yeah. We don't. Yeah, he's holding a gun in one of the photos he said, so I don't want to speak too ill. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to speak ill of Gary Spivey because he he's might psychic. <laughs> he knows. He's he's heard it already. He's heard this. He's on. He's on his way here now. He's on oh, a plane. No. <laughs> he's on the astral plane. <laughs> on his way. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> Professor. Anyway, yeah, keep your uh, keep yourselves out of the void. Um, yeah. and we'll put we'll publish this when Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, six PM. Should we make that like a regular thing now? Should, yep. we, should that be our our slot? 
brighten up your Tuesdays. Tuesday is actually probably the worst day of the week because it has zero significance um, yep. in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, what what better way to brighten up your Tuesday than an hour and a half of um, us two chatting? Just and me getting scared away. at the thought of playing a spooky game, not actually playing the game. Yeah, it's, uh, just, you know, we can go back and forth about that for another uh, 10 minutes. Oh, one last message. Um, if the men in black or any aliens are listening, please don't abduct me. I am fucking terrified of that notion. Yeah, and I say, um, you'll notice we didn't wish any, uh, any uh, we, we didn't wish any harm upon people. Yep. Um, we also totally do not think aliens are real. Um, we don't know anything about it. Gary Spivey, you're a nice guy. Uh, I think that covers all our bases for today on subjects we might get apprehended for. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, um, yeah, take care of yourselves. Have a good week. We'll probably see you next week then, eh? See you next week. See you next time. Have a good one, love. Goodbye, everyone.